0: Welcome to A Good Pour. This is the show where we talk about good work in our community and beyond. Today we have Katherine Lau, Executive Director of the Carolyn Smith Foundation, joining us. Welcome, Katherine. Thank you, thanks for having me. Uh, It's a joy to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about the Katherine Smith Foundation and your work in general?
1: Yes, Um, I joined the Carolyn Smith Foundation in August of 2021, so I just celebrated my second year anniversary with them. The Carolyn Smith Foundation is a grant-making organization based out of Sumner County, granting primarily in Middle Tennessee, but some nationally as well. And they have a very wide focus to grant-making, covering animals, arts and culture, education, environment, healthcare, human services, and military and veterans. So we do a little bit of everything. Um, And my background is nonprofit fundraising, so that's kind of how I got there.
0: Awesome. You have your marketing pitch down very well. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Um, So, I invited you, this is our very first podcast, um, very first episode of our very first podcast. So honored. Um, and I invited you for a very specific reason, um, and I actually drove by the United Methodist Church um, in the parking lot, because I was trying to cut around traffic this morning, Aww. and um, thought of us sitting on the bleachers while our girls played uh, elementary Um basketball, and they now just started their freshman year. And we both were in a season of um, disinterest in our jobs, I would say, or just we weren't truly satisfied. We were missing something. Uh, we we were doing good work even then, but it was just a, what else does God have for us, or what else is there? Um, and we just kind of walked those, walked around the track, and we um, I don't even think we were praying over each other yet, really, it was just a, let's let's talk and let's get some frustrations out and let's get some dreams out. Um, but then that just grew into a, a really precious friendship with you and I. it's one of the true joys over the last 10 years for me um, to get to know you. Um, but you were around the table when I started talking, really before even um, Catherine Good Marketing Consulting started to come into play, um, so there was, frustrations with lots of jobs before that and then um, I decided to start this business um, you know and had a lot of just what am I doing and so you were around the table when we decided to launch on springtime and on March 20th first day of spring in 2021 and you've really been around the table since then and so um We, I feel like we specifically prayed about, um, you know, the friends that we would need, and not knowing the seasons that we were going to enter into, and and you were there for. I think we were there for each other.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: And so, I, I just, for me, starting this, I wanted to go back to the roots, um, the seed, if you will, Mm -hmm. and talk about just what friendship means in good work and. You know the idea that we need to pray into something and have the right people around the table for it to come to life um so that's really the background um just honoring kind of that the journey that we've both been through um and as this has come along you have also you know come to you know Bring lots of life to nonprofit communities, and um, I know that there's lots of stories you love to tell about nonprofits. So you're doing excellent good work. Um, so how do you do good work? Do good work through your nonprofit organization, um, and then kind of just tell us a little bit about how you got involved with it because that's an awesome story too.
1: Yes. So I think that. In terms of good work, it's kind of obvious, um, but I think of good work in kind of three buckets for my life. Um, There's financial capital, which is an obvious way that I'm doing good work with the Carolyn Smith Foundation. But I also think that there is relational um, and human capital that's really important to good work and then intellectual capital. And so I try to come at my work with all three of those buckets every day. Um, The human capital piece, is relationships and it's connecting and back from the earliest days of probably back to college. I I love love and I love making matches. You know this about me. We've um, chuckled about that, but I have some success stories in my um, past with matchmaking. But it's really cool to see how God has used that love for connecting people into this nonprofit space and into my professional everyday work. Um, So yes we make grants to a lot of organizations but with that I get to get to know the leaders and the stories behind so many organizations across Middle Tennessee and there are so many occasions where I'm listening to somebody say you know I'm really wrestling with this or this is a lonely space because I'm a leader in this really hard work and it's isolating and it's not going like I thought it would or it's not going as fast as I hoped it would and that's hard to admit as a leader. And it's really common. And so if I can connect that leader with another leader that is has been there, then that brings me great joy. And I think brings a lot to the table. Um, and then intellectual capital. I've been in the nonprofit space for over 20 years now. Um, and so I think that's kind of my story of how I got here. I don't Anybody that sets out to be a fundraiser. Every fundraiser that I've ever met just kind of fell into that space. But I've always really had a heart for the community and for people. And I also really love to bring a strategic mind to the work that I'm doing. And so it's made nonprofits a really beautiful space for me to build a career. And um, I started, I just fell into a fundraising job at Vanderbilt Children's Hospital right out of college actually as a temp for the steeplechase. They planned that event out of the Children's Hospital Development Office at the time and then I got hired on full-time and um, climbed the ranks over about 11 years and was doing development work and had a portfolio of donors that I worked with and then and then I shifted to a a very small nonprofit working in Haiti and that was incredibly rewarding work. At that season of my life and it gave me an opportunity to see how a small nonprofit works um, where you wear all the hats and resources you're trying to steward every dollar so carefully and there aren't a lot of people on the team and so you're you're doing a little bit of everything and that's really fun but it's given me a lot of insight to bring to now this grant-making side of the work that I'm doing because I've seen a lot of nonprofits work and I think I really can relate to the people that are in the trenches every day it's it's hard work and it's thankless work and um, if we as funders can come alongside and be champions for the work that people are doing then that's where magic starts to happen love that thank you can you share
0: an example of how your business's good work has positively impacted the community
1: so I wish i had like a great win for sumner county but i don't so far i've been back working in this community for two years now and i am loving it but sumner county is tight-knit and even in the nashville nonprofit community people have asked me like what's the secret sauce in sumner county they work so well together and um, I think it is a really beautiful thing, but I have an example of good work in Nashville. Um, there's a nonprofit that works with homeless men, getting them off the streets and helping them become, they get a certification to work in a high-end kitchen. So once they complete this training, they can get a living wage job. And during their training, they're going through um Kind of rehabilitation programming if they need it, but also they have housing and it's just a safe space for them to heal and to um, get fine. They learn about managing their finances and things like that. So it's a wonderful program, but this nonprofit is very thinly spread. They are like, it's a husband and wife that are the main two staff people running the nonprofit. And they have struggled to get their story out. And so last year, we offered them a matching grant um, of twenty five thousand dollars. And and a matching grant is where it's kind of they can offer opportunities for donors to double their impact. And so when we offered that to them, they said, "That's amazing. Thank you so much." But we honestly don't know if we can raise twenty five thousand dollars. They were going to use it for their year end campaign, and they had never done a campaign that had raised that much and so I said I believe in you see what you can do get with your board brainstorm and they got so creative they wrote letters they made phone calls they did events they did all kinds of things and they called me like maybe two weeks into December and they said we just passed $50,000. $50,000. Wow. And then at the end of the year they had hit $83,000. Wow. And so it was by far the most money they had ever raised in one really um concerted effort. But um it was just so neat to watch what they could do with a little bit of a seed. So
0: yeah, so you planted the seed with a promise really. If you can do this then you know this This is, you can raise more money. So then you also encourage them because they have not done this before. So that's amazing. Um, Good work multiplied.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Great. Love it. Um, So as a leader, how do you balance your passion for making a difference with the practical practical aspects of running a business? I'm going to add on to this too, since you are a nonprofit and you have, I know you have experience in this. Um, When you want to tell others about this good work and they're not, Maybe they have different passions, but you really want them to get behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking specifically when you, I mean, I went to Haiti with you a, a few times and you just had this heart of wanting to get people to Haiti, but not everybody wanted to go to Haiti. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how would you advise other leaders um, to tell others about the good work, even if it's not in their interest? So that's a two part question and I apologize, but it just came to mind. So how do you balance your passion for making a difference within the business, but then also what about... People that aren't necessarily interested interested in that same passion you might have.
1: So I think the balancing part is I'm lucky that I get to do I get paid to do good work every day, and not many people can say that. A lot of people have to really search for the good in their work, and so I'm super thankful that that is my situation. I think as I've gotten further into my career, um, the balancing part has come with. Understand, like feeling such a heavy responsibility for stewarding the investments well. And um, kind of to dip into the, the second part of your question, seeing that not everybody has a passion for every cause. And just because I'm passionate about it doesn't mean that you are, but I believe that God has put in all of us specific passions for a reason. And just like one nonprofit can't meet every need, one donor also cannot meet every need and so um, to invite people and give people permission to really tap into what their passions are and a lot of times you don't know that right off the bat you may but not everybody knows that and so digging deep and and really doing the self-work to discover what are the things that make my heart beat fast and And where can I say yes to opportunities to have an impact in those spaces and feeling like it's okay to say no to things that aren't right for you. That doesn't mean they're not good, but that might mean that it's for somebody else to do. And if you're saying yes and not feeling it, then you may be taking that opportunity away from someone else to shine. So
0: absolutely. You have a heart for generosity. Tell me about why that has become important to you. Really, I think it always has been there, but why is it such a presence in your life right now?
1: I just think this culture that we live in is, it moves so fast, and we are, I am focused on more so much there. We just want to be consumers and we want the next shiny thing or we want to go on the next special vacation. Um, And I think the first time I ever went to Haiti, I went thinking that I was going to go serve the people there. And I was profoundly impacted just even with my first trip by feeling like I had absolutely nothing that I was bringing to those people. But they gave me so much. And so, and that first experience and every experience in Haiti that I had was so impactful. It wasn't, yes, I was going to the Caribbean, which was nice. (laughs) Um, But I didn't have to be in some fancy resort to feel like I was, I don't know, it filled my cup so much more to to be giving. And so I think what I've realized as I've gotten older is that it is more blessed to give than receive. And the more that we can live with our hands open, and share the things that we have, it gives us back so much more than we could ever gain for ourselves if we're, if we're just focused on things that we want all the time.
0: What about from a business perspective? If, if a business hasn't been giving um, either financially or through volunteer efforts or um, you know, even just supporting their community in, by attending events, um, what is the value to a business, do you think, for them to get involved in generosity?
1: I just think it's being connecting with your community on a not just a transactional basis but on a much more personal basis and I think it can probably feel scary to businesses because they get asked a lot and that can be overwhelming and so sometimes it's easier just to say we don't do that but I think if you take a little bit of time to set a strategy and talk about where it would make sense for you to give back to the community or where it would be fun To give back to the community who are your employees do they have kids in schools where you could support the sports or would it be fun to do a volunteer event with shalom zone or united way as a team um, talking about what is right for your community or for your uh, business culture and and defining that because then once that's defined it makes it easier to say no to things that don't fit and it's not rude it's just no, thank you for asking. We appreciate you recognizing that we're involved in the community and knowing that we want to give back. But but we are choosing to focus our energy here because that's where our passions lie. Who can be upset with that? Yeah. So. Love it. And
0: then what is one good thing that is helping you in business right now or, or your personal life, whatever you choose to talk about?
1: One, one good thing. I just think relationships, friendships are saving my life Um, it's a a busy time we both have high schoolers and um, careers that are demanding a lot of us and to have close-knit friends um, that really we can be authentic with each other and share the highs and lows um, is really has been so good for me so it's been good for me as well
0: thank you for being my friend thank you for being a guest on today's show and just continue to do good work i love you i love you too thank you thank you how can we get involved in the good work that you're doing
1: well going back to the human capital piece i talked about how i like to connect nonprofits that are doing similar work so that they can find um, relationships in the spaces that they're in but i also think that that can be outward i mean not many Organizations or families have the opportunity to hire someone to learn about nonprofits. And so I am happy to be a connector to anyone that an individual or a business that's looking for a nonprofit to get involved with in any of those seven areas that I mentioned for the Carolyn Smith Foundation. Um, I just love to be a connector and I'm happy to share what I've learned. Um, our website is carolynsmithfoundation.org. And so you can find me there. Great. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you.